Hello. Welcome to Public Affairs. I'm Lynn Cobble, and today we're joined by two people who I think just do the most wonderful thing. This is Glenda Rode-Pausina, who is the front of the house manager, and Gerald Duhon, who is the executive director of my very favorite restaurant in all New Orleans. And I'm saying something when I say that. Um, a wonderful place to eat, to see your friends. It's called Cafe Reconcile, and they're going to tell us all about it. Thank you all so much for coming. Uh, you know, we always get to see Glenda because she's all the way around. Glenda, give us the address of Cafe Reconcile. Tell us what its goals are. I mean, remember, I know them, but these folks, some of them might not, and how they can get used to going to Cafe Reconcile and getting some of the best, what should we say, home-style cooking. But it's it's better than that, really. Real good cooking in New Orleans. Well, thank you, Lynn, for that high praise. Um, I have to agree with you on every <laughs> single thing that you said. Cafe Reconcile is more than just a restaurant. We are a, a, a restaurant that is open Monday through Friday from 11 a.m. until 2.30 p.m., and we serve lunch. But more than that, we train young people ages 16 to 24 in the hospitality industry which includes uh, they start with some foundational life skills to get them ready mm -hmm. and then they learn both front of house as far as from hostessing running food busing tables uh, cashiering and eventually learning how to actually serve the guests mm -hmm. and in the back of the house we rotate them through all your kitchen positions from starting off as a steward or dishwasher mm -hmm through the pantry and the hotline and the saute and fry grill station. So for the first two weeks, we had divided the class randomly in half. After two weeks, those in the front go to the back, those in the back go to the front. So at that point, they've got a full four-week kind of overview and introduction to the culinary and hospitality experience. This is so very important in a city like New Orleans. Mr. Dupont, speak to that. I mean, think about how many restaurants we have. And do you have ways, I mean, I know you must have ways to get these young people into really good well-paying jobs that they'll do for the rest of their lives. Yeah, we do. We have a job placement coordinator who also helps some young people get reconnected to education if that's Good. what they want to do as well. So the young people that come to us, as Glenda mentioned, um, are our unique set of young folks. They're extremely resilient. Uh, they're mm -hmm. very talented. Um, they are disconnected from work or school when they come to us. That's one of the criteria mm -hmm. that we ask for. Um, at the end of our program, we reconnect about 75% of them into a job in the sure. culinary industry. And for some of the younger folks that come to us at the bottom end of our age range, the 16, 17-year-olds, uh, we reconnect them to education. And yeah. so No, so, so very important. But it's a wonderful thing. How did you get involved with it? I, um, I know how Glenda did because she had restaurants, but how did you get involved? Well, I guess the, the, the smart aleck answer is there was a job opening and I applied for it, right? Okay. But um, no, much beyond that. So um, Cafe Reconcile was started in 2000 by Father Harry Thompson. Um, it was originally opened by Craig Cooch and Tim Falcon, who worked with Father Harry to get things off the ground. Uh, Father taught me in high school, and, and I knew him and um, always admired him. And Reconcile was something that I was aware of in my stream of consciousness um, for years. I worked in the neighborhood for another nonprofit for a while and would frequently go in. And um, 
I discovered, uh, it's funny how sometimes you think even as an adult, you know yourself and that's not the case, but um, I discovered um, as my career was, was um, well on its way in the nonprofit sector that I needed to work for what I call a core social justice issue organization. And I didn't know that until I left the food bank. I'd been at the food bank for five years and and I just realized at that point what had resonated with me and, and uh, what I needed. And so um, I, I love kids. Um, they're all kids, I guess, to me at my age, but I love kids and um, I love the culinary um, world, even though I've never worked in a restaurant. Well. Um, I'm, I consider myself a foodie. I cook a lot. So <laughs> it was just a, there were a lot of, of things that just really connected for me. And I felt that with the skill set I had obtained in my 20 years of nonprofit experience that I could affect the affect a change and, and help Cafe Reconcile. Well, it's such a wonderful thing because it does take two sides to run a restaurant. And I think anybody that's ever known anything about restaurants does, yes, you have to have wonderful food and you have to have good service, but you also have to be thinking about <laughs> How are we going to keep this thing going? How does it work? How do we uh, manage the things it, on a business level? It's a business as well as a fun service. It's not just some place to go eat. On the other side, it's also your business. Isn't that true? So that's uh, that's one of the challenges. And I think like Glenda in her position, she has one of the most challenging roles oh, in the absolutely. organization. And, and I say that because... Um, what most folks don't realize is that we have what we call wraparound services. Mm -hmm. So we have mental health counselors on staff. We have social workers on staff, mm -hmm. job placement coordinators, alumni coordinators, uh, youth advocates, all on staff full time that are there every day. Um, because the idea is that these young people that come to us with the motivation to help them find full time employment or to reconnect themselves to school, uh, they have barriers in their life, child oh, care issues. Uh, they may need mental health support. They may have home instability issues. They need help finding permanent housing, things like that. So our folks can do that. Well, that's not Glenda's background. Ben, no. Glenda's background is in the restaurant yeah. industry. So she then, uh, we've got folks working on that, but she then has to straddle that world between professionally running a restaurant. And because when you come in, you expect to have a glass of water and a fork and a knife. And you know, just a menu like put down, just, just like a regular restaurant. restaurant. It, it, the food needs yeah. to taste good, right? So sure. she and her coworkers on the cafe floor have to kind of straddle that between the the training side, the, mm -hmm. we call them hard skills, and then the soft skill, foundational training. And and they're the only ones in a building that really have to do that because everyone else, you know, like my job is not directly to work with the young people. It's to help yeah. make sure the entire organization is running. So I don't have to have some of the skills that Glenda has. So it's it's really kind of a, a, a dual world for her. Well, as a former educator, I completely agree with what you're doing and see the importance of it is you're teaching a skill, but you're also teaching some life skills that have to go along with it. And the awful thing, you're a wonderful person, friendly, happy, always cheerful, always up and doing things, but I know you have to come down sometime. And that's that's not easy where you have to say, no, that's not the way. Well, tell us about some of those experiences. So, um, yes. Let me tell you, I have a an in, thank you, Gerald. <laughs> um, I have an incredible support team mm -hmm. on in the front of the house Sounds in the cafe. Like so even though I am the front of the house manager between myself and our students, we've got an incredible cohort of two young men 
who have been promoted to, we call them captain lead floor trainers. Mm -hmm. um, Mike Jones and Stephen Witten are both graduates of our program, went through the program just like the young people now, went out into the working world, worked and worked, had families, and then came back and decided this is what they wanted to do to give back to Cafe Reconcile. So they started like the other young people under me, and we call them uh, graduate trainers. Yeah. And they are all trainers of the youth mm -hmm. who they are more connected with the youth because they've all gone through the program. And they know what the problems they know are, what they're experiencing. Yeah, exactly. And so, you know, I'm a 61 year old woman <laughs> who has uh, been in hospitality sure. for going on 50 years now. And and I have a lot to give. But at some point. What I see going on every day between these young trainers and the students is just amazing. How they can connect with them and teach them, like Gerald said, the soft skills. I think, you know, this is so, so important from two points. But, you know, right this minute, let's just shift focus and talk about what kinds of things you cook. I know you teach culinary. In other words, how do you make stuff? And give us a, an example of, like, your typical, what you might go there and eat. I really want to encourage the people who are listening to this. Either one of you can do it. Um, people, this is not some kind of a thing that you go to because you're sympathetic to the cause. You should be sympathetic to the cause. But, no, you go there because the food is good. That's the only reason anybody really that's the end result and should be the reason you do anything is, well, do I want to go there? Yeah, I'm not going there for the good of my soul, but though that might not be a bad idea to do some stuff. You're doing that because you want to go have a nice lunch with friends or you want to, you know, come on, let me show you a place where you can get real New Orleans food. Would you call your food real New Orleans food? I, I would. Um, we Our menu, we, we kind of uh, updated it a little bit in April. Mm -hmm. We kept all of our favorites, um, our fried catfish, our white beans and shrimp, the eggplant Jennifer casserole mm -hmm. that we do on Fridays, um, jerk chicken, all of our specialties, the sweet mashed potato sides and the soulful collard greens are still available. But we kind of amped it up a little bit so that it was more uh, well-rounded for okay. everybody. I now, must tell you that, wait, I'm mm -hmm. interrupt you. I was there the other day. Everyone at the table, I don't eat fried foods mm -hmm. because of tummy issues. But everybody there had a piece of fried chicken, and they said, this is the most wonderful fried chicken I've ever had. Chef does. Shall I go back for yeah. more? And we said, no, don't go back. It's, fried chicken's not good for you. Chef Eugene Temple, he's yeah. our executive chef and general manager, and his fried chicken on the bone. Now, I have to say, that is thanks to Gerald, because for how many years has Gerald been harping on, we need to serve fried chicken on the bone. So... <laughs> We do it as a Thursday special, okay. and we had it on our buffet last week, and it was extremely popular and out of this world. And also, I'm told, because this is another thing that I'm, I don't think I've ever done this, your greens are some of the best in the city. And the people that I was with cook greens, love greens, and check it out every place we go. I don't, but they do, and they said, 
Yeah. Oh, this is these are the best greens. You know, Lynn, um, they are. They're wonderful. <laughs> but our food is cooked with so much love. Yeah. And I really think that, you know, you said people come to Cafe Reconcile mostly for the food. I have to disagree with you okay. there. I think and as a front of house manager, the majority of people come because of what we do. And then when they eat the food, they are so overwhelmed at how wonderful it is that they come back, not only to give back, but because they have a really good meal and they get to interact with these young people and realize that if we didn't, if they didn't let us practice on them, we'd be out of business. But you know, I have to say this because you know good and well that I'm there fairly often and come with big groups. I mean, you know, medium-sized groups, big groups, and a table like four, a t- what is it, a four-top, what do they call mm-hmm. it? In other words, and I've been there with maybe 12 different, 12 people at a table where we're talking about something while we eat. And frankly, it was, I can't think of another place where it would be as easy to do that. I mean, you're sitting there and they're bringing things and they're taking things. Now, was it noisy a little bit? Yeah. Were the, did they sometimes give somebody sweet tea instead of unsweet tea? Yeah. But let me tell you, that happens everywhere. I mean, I can't think of it. Or somebody got Diet Coke instead of root beer or whatever they had ordered. That's just, you know, that's what you, when you go out to eat, that's it. When somebody else serves you, if you want it, get up and get it yourself. Okay, never mind. But I found that the service is really, really good, and the interaction is good. And even though, yes, I, I mean, I com- we completely support it. It's such a wonderful thing. But darn it, you all do such a good job. You're not sitting there thinking about, oh, I don't care if I get the right thing. No, you always get the right thing. And if you don't, you tell them, because that's maybe part of people's teaching, too, is, wait, no, I didn't order this, I ordered that. And go, oh, yeah, right, so the lady over there, blah, blah, blah. Perfect, perfect. That's what you want in any restaurant. And I don't care whether we're talking about uh, Galatoire's or uh, Joe's Hamburger Shack somewhere, you know, the same kind of thing. You want good food and pleasant, a pleasant place to sit down and have a, have a lunch. That's what you want. Well, and, you know, I'm blown away many times when guests will say, this is the best service I've got, including Commander's Palace. Guests will say, I have never had a better piece of of fried catfish (laughs) in my life. And, you know, they're really being real with me. And I'm not surprised. It's just so wonderful to hear that even though what we're doing, we're training, but we're still putting out an excellent product of food yes. and something that the the young people can be proud to not only yeah. serve, but to promote. And and learning things that are very important, like how to serve, how to serve a table. You serve from one side. These are all skills that you have to learn. And where are you going to learn them? You can learn them on the job, but that's not real easy. I mean, I don't think you're going to go to work at any of the restaurants we're mentioning, Galatoire's, Antoine's, you know, Arno's, where they're going to say, now, let me explain, <laughs> you know. No, this is your your thing, and you're doing a great job. You know, uh, you say this was founded by Harry Thompson, who we all remember of blessed memory. Um, and it, how has it kept going? Do, do you, uh, you charge money, but I don't think the prices are very high. How do you set your prices, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, 
<laughs> I mean, that's a, you know, I leave that more to the restaurant folks. Oh, okay. So, you know, and that's, you know, we try to make it affordable. We, uh, you know, we've got a pay what you can day coming sure. up. Um, we do that a few times a year, which folks can uh, literally wait, pay wait, wait. whatever let's, they would let's like. Let's stop for a minute and tell us when it's coming up next, because this should come on in on Monday. When is the next one? So it'd be Tuesday. It'd be tomorrow. And um, the pay what you can day is a day where folks literally pay what you can. And hmm. we've got a limited menu that day. Of course, we've got our fried catfish, which sure. we always have with sides. We have smothered turkey necks. And there's always a salad. I believe it's mm-hmm. a pear salad that, that we have this time around uh, with some candied nuts. So it's, it's um, you know, it, it gives everyone a chance to come in and experience, experience sure. reconcile. but. You know, uh, to answer your question, Lynn, the, the food piece of what we do is such a small piece of our financial mm-hmm. uh, plan. It's an important piece, um, and it's a significant piece, but it's not what makes us run overall. Um, our food and our catering, because we do cater, mm-hmm. uh, accounts for less than 20% of our revenue. So the rest of it comes, yeah. uh, much like this radio station, yeah. comes from donations. So we have some big foundations that support us. Um, we have some corporate partners locally. Our, our biggest corporate partner is Hancock Whitney Bank, who's okay. been wonderful to us. Um, but additionally, we've got lots of everyday folks that um, write their checks. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a popular option on our, our, um, our receipt that you can donate $13.25, oh, okay. uh, which buys our students meals because we serve them breakfast and lunch every day. Um, so, you know, some donations are, mm-hmm. are, are, uh, modest sure. and, um, some are very, um, large, but, um, we need about, uh, our budget's a little bit over $2 million and Whoa. 80% of that needs to be, uh, raised. But think about all the different services you offer. I mean, I'm just blown away to hear about the people who work, who are, you know, social worker sure. types who are there to help with real problems that have nothing to do with collard greens. In other words, they have to do with life problems. And that that's a wonderful thing. And it's all included. It's a one-stop shop. But what I want to emphasize to my, my listeners, it's it's not a pain. It's a wonderful, fun time. And let's talk about parking on site. Isn't that, y'all have parking? So on- we have a parking lot as well uh, for folks that come. We'll also do deliveries for catering. Um, you know, but you bring up a good point, which is that, you know, for us, you know, we, we don't really consider ourselves a culinary school and, mm-hmm. and um, our kids are not going to become experts in chopping onions because they may only be a day or two on, sure. on that particular station before they rotate, like Linda talked about before. What's really important, what we hear from employers is that a young person shows up on time, absolutely ready to work in a condition mm-hmm. ready to work and is able to accept and follow direction and communicate professionally. Those are the most important things. We have actually eight habits of success that we try to work with our students and our employees. That's what, when our reviews come up, that's what we get reviewed on, the eight habits of success. But what's what's most important is the young person can figure out what side of the table, can be taught, even at an Antoine's, (laughs) what side of the table to serve from or how to chop an onion. But that young person has to be present, on time, ready to go, following direction, communicating professionally. And we believe that the key to that is helping either eliminate the barriers in that young person's life or opening up resources so that young person can continue to work towards eliminating those barriers. That's the secret sauce to what we do. You know, even if you were going to be 
an attorney, in order to get through college, you have to understand some of these things you're talking about. Any job you have. Yeah. I mean, for example, if, I, if, if I'm if yeah. just shy, say our program's, you know, got a few minutes left in it. If I walked in right now uh, to your program, yeah. that wouldn't be good, right? So We wouldn't get in. You wouldn't get <laughs> yeah. in, right? So I have to be on time, right? So it's, it's, it's lessons yeah. that we all need to function, not just our young people. But the, it's so wonderful if they get a chance to do something. And in New Orleans, it's a fun thing to do. In other words, I'm sure many of them have seen parents cooking and, you know, grandmas sitting up there cooking or aunt is cooking. And they want to be included in that. And even if they go out and please, maybe they'll go to college and be something completely different. But it's something they can always enjoy and they're good lessons to learn about, well, here's how I have to do it, and I have to pay attention, and I have to think of... Const- you know, one of the things I have always found with students is you have to understand, concentrate on what you're doing. It's not, well, I'll, I'll do it part way. No, now I'm going to go do something else. Or you, no, it's the concentration. Here's, I'm here. I'm in the zone. I'm going to do this. And that's very important in life. Well, also, one of my uh, most gratifying times is when they actually do come down into the cafe and they've been randomly split up, Mm -hmm. half in the front, half in the back. So they have no clue yet. You know, Mm -hmm. this is the first first day of training downstairs in the cafe. And to watch them in those first couple of weeks go from being really (laughs) nervous to starting to see that self-confidence and then opening up and then being proud and showing off at what they can do. It's amazing that I get to watch that over and over again now going on seven years. And speaking as a grandmother, a mother and grandmother, (laughs) and knowing what uh, teenagers are like, you know, that's something you have to teach. And if it's not taught, they're going to miss it. Um, you know, just one quick question. As you say, we're running out of time. Uh, for either one of you, how do you choose these students? Do they come to you or are they re- referred? So we um, find our students a variety of ways. Uh-huh. So sometimes they are referred by other agencies. Um, you know, one popular misconception is that um, our students are court-mandated to, to be with mm-hmm. us. Um, we get about a almost 100 new students in a year, Mm -hmm. um, one or two of them a year, if that may be mandated. So very few. So uh, they're all motivated to come in. Uh, They may find us through Craigslist. Um, There is a great word of mouth, uh, both from um, family members. And we've got almost 2,000 alums out on the streets since 2000 that that are also out there talking about us. So, you know, we may get a referral from a church or whatever it may be. So they'll find us. Um, and we also try to eliminate whatever barrier the young person may have mm-hmm. to begin the program. So we provide uniforms and bus tokens. I mentioned the breakfast and lunch every day. Good. And then we also pay a stipend. So while the students with us, they're they're receiving some income. It's it's not a not no. a large amount, but it's enough to keep them going while they're training with us over the eight-week period. So a student could self-nominate. Uh, In other words, could come Absolutely. in and say, yes. "I want to do it," and or people listening to the show who know some yes. young person that is kind of not quite settled on what they want to do and not happy in school and maybe not going to go to college, send them to you. If, now, tell yeah. us where it is, because I'm afraid there might be some people who don't know where it is. We're Let's, at Central City at yeah. uh, 1631 Aretha Castle Haley, and I would 
I would hope that most people know where Cafe Reconcile is now after almost 20 years. But you're right, Glenn. There may be a few who don't. There still uh, are. We've, yeah. been, we've been in our same location. Uh, we're on the corner of Uterp and, and O.C. Haley, right down the street from St. John's and Church, the gold steeple that you pass on the uh, mm-hmm. the Pontchartrain Expressway. And then we're right next door to the Ashe Cultural Center. So we're in the heart of Central City. And, um, you know, as you mentioned, parking in the back. That's um, right. And, and some great off-street parking right next to the restaurant as well. So... Um, you know, but we're always accepting applications for students. Good. Um, and um, so we're, we, we would encourage anybody who's 16 to 24, or if you know someone sure. in that age range that is not in school and not working, um, they're eligible to come into our program. Just show up there and someone will speak to them and Correct. we can start it going. Incidentally, something I bet you, I wonder if you know this about the building. I remember it as Lot Furniture Company. And it was the tallest building yep. on Dryad Street yep. at, for a long time. That even predates me, if you can imagine anything predating me. Yeah, the building's about 100 years old, yep. a little bit over the 100. And that's one of the reasons that Father Thompson picked the building was because of its size and its height. And so up until 2013, we just used the first floor. And, mm-hmm. and since then, we've renovated the building and yep. all five floors are in use now. And you kind of made a little patio area. Do you all do parties and things there? So, in other words, if someone is planning a luncheon, that might not be a bad place to come and it's lovely. hang around. Our Hancock Whitney Courtyard is beautiful. Um, in Come fall in New Orleans, oh, yeah. there aren't that many weeks that we can comfortably seat it, <laughs> but we can't wait for that weather where we can seat yeah. that courtyard. It is just a lovely environment out there. Now, once again, look at the time. Let's give something. We know where it is. Tell us, for instance, like the catering thing. If you want to know more about what kind of catering you all might do, give us a telephone number. Everybody pick up your pencils and listen, or you can listen again and again. When, what, is, what number should they call? So uh, we can reach Cafe Reconcile uh-huh. for Catering by phone at 568-1157, and then the extension will be 2204. Okay. They will be directed to catering. Uh-huh. You can also online our website, cafereconcile.org, and there are many ways to interact with us, donations, catering, find Absolutely. out what's going on. Also, like us on social media, <laughs> Instagram, Facebook, yeah. um, and uh, Twitter. Like us and follow us, and you can find out what's going on. Well, this has been so much fun, and I'll be there sometime. Maybe not today, because you're not open on Saturdays, which is the day we're recording. But you'll be open on Monday and on Tuesday, and there it goes. Thank you so much. This is Glenda Road Posina. And Gerald Duhon, who are from Cafe Reconcile, a wonderful place to eat. And we recommend it highly, not just for the wonderful good works y'all do, and thank you so much for that, but for the great food, <laughs> which is those of us in New Orleans really appreciate that. Thank you so much thank for coming you, in. This has been Public Affairs on WRBH. Thanks for listening.